Blog Talk Radio. Started in August of 2010. We've had over 60 episodes of the show, and thank you for joining us. And I thank you for joining us tonight on this special edition, this Friday night here in New York. And I'd like to bring on Gail Davis. Hello, Gail. Hello, Gail. Let's try it again. How are you, Gail? Are you there? Hey, Ian. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I mean, it's it's a dark, it's a nice little winter's evening here in New York. It's I know that you're here too. It's been pretty nice. Um how's everything been for you today? You know, it's really been a very interesting day. It it's you know, you feel like the weather's strange, like in a strange place because it feels warm sometimes of the day and it feels a little cooler sometimes of the day. So you never know what to expect or even what to wear. So, but other than that, I'm doing really good and just really glad that we're getting, you know, ready to share the last, you know, you know, it's just it's it's almost hard for me to say. It's the last episode of Parents Kids Music, and it's been a really great long run. Yes, it has been. As I said, we started over 60 episodes ago in August of 2010, and it's brought us all over the world here in New York and San Francisco and just we've had so many great guests over the last year and a half. We've had people of all different kinds. Parents, kids, music for those who are listening for the first time or perhaps the last time. This is a show where we talk about the relationships that people have with their parents or children when it comes to music. It doesn't matter if you have children or you once were a child, just being able to just reminisce like where you were able to listen to music from the beginning and then to the end. And it's yeah. been a beautiful time and it's been a wonderful thing. And hold on, I think you've got a surprise here. Give me one second to find this. I think we may have something which will make us very, very, very happy. Just hold on one second. Well, you know, Ian, while you're making us happy there, I just wanted to share a little bit with the audience uh, a little bit of trivia about our show. First, Ian, I want to say yeah. thank you th- thank you to you and Jay. You guys have been really great hosts. And I don't know if a lot of people know how parents, kids, music came into, you know, creation, but... It was the brainchild of actually myself, Gail Davis, and Ian Eisenberg, and several of our other colleagues that came together to find out how could we create a connection and bring families together, as Ian has said, with music and 
and youth, like bringing youth together so they could connect with their families and pretty much do better in school and and to learn how they're actually just learn how youth are consuming music and technology, you know, and we really gained a lot of insight into that. And, you know, we just want to thank the audience for being with us all the way because, you, as you know, putting a radio show on is not easy. So I can imagine the major radio stations, but for us as a small group of people who just wanted to make a difference, it has really been a great run and at times bumpy just like anything else, you know. So, it's, But it's been fun. Most importantly, it's been a lot of fun. Would you say that, Ian? I think that would be. And, and Jay, what do you think? I think it's been a great great opportunity for us to share with, with parents and kids all over the world, and it's just been such absolutely uh, a treasure. Um, learning so much and being able to share and educate people about music, about uh, spending time with their family, and uh, it's just been great. And this is uh, it's a happy show, and it's a sad day, but it's been beautiful. What a run. And I encourage everybody to check out all of the um, previous shows because there's a lot of education there and a lot of things that we shared with our audience. So um, it's been great. Absolutely. Great. You know, Absolutely, Ian? and yes, yes, and here you go. Surprise, Jay's here. <laughs> hey, Ian. You know, Ian and Jay. One of the, you know, some of the shows that I remember that were a lot of fun. You know, we had a lot of guests from all over the world. You know, we had some people that were connected with some of Ian's friends from his fish days. We had people from England, like the one thing, and yeah. we had people from Monster Cable, like. Uh, the Kevin Lee who created Beats Audio with Dr. Dre. I mean, we've had some fun. Then we've had the kids. You know, we've had Jay's daughter on, and, you know, we've had Zaria and Chriselle and Janique. And, you know, we've had people, you know, like DJ Bueno who had really great things to share that was a friend of Ian's, you know, just sharing about the industry and sharing with young people what the industry is really like. You know, so we have some really great stuff. But, you know, Jay, this is not a sad day at all because, you know, as Ian will announce later on in the show, the show continues, but, in, you know, it's what Parents Kids Music has morphed into, so it's going to be a really amazing run. So, back to you, Ian. Yes, as I'm saying, this is our final show. This is the final episode of Parents Kids Music. However, it is not the end. It is just the beginning. We have some very exciting things which we're going to be announcing later in the show. However, this is in terms of our wonderful weekly chat about music and really going in deep into the relationships with family and what were you listening to as a child in the back seat of your car and who are you because or in spite of the music that you expose, that your parents expose you to. In a few minutes, we have our final guests on the show, and I'm very, one of them is a parent, one of them is not a parent, but has parents. I'm just a parent a lot of times. And it just brings me back to where I was when the show started, and just being able to just think out loud while we have an audience on this internet radio 
system here of Blog Talk Radio. Just realizing for myself where it all began and really where my influences were before I even realized who they were. Like, I heard, I remember my parents playing Beatles songs in the car before I knew who recognized that or put them together that this song is by the Beatles or this is a wonderful Lennon-McCartney composition. Or as I'm reminiscing here as we're in December 2011, that we're right, that we're actually celebrating, I mean, or observing the 10th the anniversary of the death of George Harrison and how it's been and where just the music that my parents includes, I'm, I'm not my parents, but how they've created what Jay loves to call a musical health. And I think that it's been pretty healthy. So, yeah, so Jay, like, what are, what are some of the um, things that you have gotten out of the show? Well, I just, this show has been able to take me back like a time machine, you know, you, you go back and you start remembering all the wonderful things that your parents shared with you and all the events. And just being able to share these events, uh, it just takes me back and it, it just makes me very happy because I just remember my father, who, uh, who uh, we, I grew up in New York, even though I'm in San Francisco, sharing his musical tales with me, teaching me how to play jazz and, and um, also telling me, hey, you need to learn how to play this music because the other music is beautiful but I want to show you something that you can improvise on. So he kind of shared that with me, and I kind of grew into loving all music. Um, I grew into loving jazz and classical, and um, I loved Elvis Presley, and and, I watched all those beautiful Elvis Presley movies, musicals. And so I loved musicals growing up as a kid. So I just think this show just reminded me, and it reminded me of my dad, reminded me of my grandfather, my my grandmother and uh, my mom and how we grew up at the Village Vanguard in New York and then how we migrated to California and I learned all type of other music. It's just been a wonderful show. It's just it's like a time machine. And uh, most, of the, most of the guests on our show have, you know, they said, yeah, music is like a time machine. And there were so many beautiful stories, so many stories that we heard about how, like, they fight over the radio. Yeah, you know, like, you fight over the radio. Yeah, who knows about the fighting over the radio thing with her brother. And um, <laughs> and, I, and all the guests on our show, they all had these stories. You know, like uh, who's going to who's going to be in charge of the music in the car? Who's going to be playing the record player at home? So it was, you know, the show was hilarious. Not not only was it educational, you got to see how important music is in people's family because everybody's fighting over what they want to hear, what they want to buy. Uh, who's going to turn their music up the loudest? It's all over it. You know, one of the things I was going to share, Ian, one of the things that's really interesting is, you know, Ian surprised me with certain things with my brother, and I'm going to get him for that one. <laughs> that was really fun, Ian, by the way. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's amazing to know that, you know, what my brother thought, because, you know, that was like a time machine for me. I never knew that, for instance, that my brother thought that, you know, it was me and my mother who ruled in the house as far as, you know, (laughs) 
as far as who could listen to the music. And, like, he was forced to listen to something. That was really wild for me to hear. Wow. You know, so uh, it, it's just it was wild. But, you know, I, I think the the most fun time I had was listening to everyone that's been on and everyone has such a different experience, but yet some of the things that came together is that parents listening to different music than their kids, but their parents and kids were willing to share with each other. I think that was the most important thing I got out of this this show. It was amazing. And um, it's something that, you know, like I said, I'll never forget. It was It's an opportunity and it's just the beginning. You know, we, we, we have really come together, all of us, the guests on the show and everything, and I think we've created something for people, and, and that's, I'm glad about that. Absolutely. It's been amazing. I'm just waiting for our final guest to call in. It's a pair of really cool people. I know that from, I've been trying to get them on as guests, really for the entire duration of the show. And they've been saying for months they will only come in if they join us, if they join together. So I'm just waiting for the other half of the awesome team to come join us. And they are going to, they're going to rock our world. They're going to tell us about who it is and who is, in there. Okay, I think we may have them both, or I have at least one of them here. Give me one second. One more second, and we will we'll bring them both in. I see one of them. Okay, perfect. We got them both. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Max. We've got Addie. Thank you. Welcome, finally, to Parents Kids Music. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Ian, and everyone else out there. Thank you for having us. How are you? Yes. Yes, I'm Max, Annie, I want to meet Jay and Gail. Hello. Jay How are you guys? How nice are you, everyone? You Where Are you guys all out on the East Coast? I'm out here in Seattle, Washington. Oh, you lucky man. We're here on the, on the East Coast. I'm on the East Coast, and Ian is. He's on the West Coast. Coast. He's on the West Coast. We're here in New York. Dark, cold New York. Is it sleepless up in Seattle or is it raining? Uh, It's beautiful up here. It hasn't rained in days. It feels like a a, uh, cold, high desert up here right now. (laughs) It's beautiful up there. Yes, it is. Desert with water. and Annie, how about you in Colorado? It might be our driest December ever up here. Wow. How was the uh, Jimi Hendrix experience going up there? Oh, it's a Jimi Hendrix experience every night of the week up here. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're actually building a new park finally in honor of Jimi Hendrix up in Seattle. It's going to be shaped like his guitar. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. What else That's cool. do they offer the children? <laughs> what was that? Absolutely. What was that? Anyway, Ian. 
So I guess we can start about really like if that's if you and Eddie were in a car, who would you let choose the music? Max. I would let Max choose the music. All right. <laughs> I, I, I what, what kind of music would you expect? Like, like, like. I mean, I, I know you guys pretty well, but it's like, to share with everyone, like, really, what is your musical taste, your records? Like, what, what do you listen to, and what is it that, like, makes music, like, so much of a part of your identity? Go ahead, Max. <laughs> well, just so your audience knows, Hannah's not actually my mother, if, if you construed it that way. You didn't, that's not the, uh, that wasn't the backstory, was it? <laughs> not, 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 not at all. I mean, she's a mother. Some, some people know her as as String Cheese Mom, but she's she's um she's got her own children. Absolutely. Okay. All right. We were going to say, you know, we we're actually going to say she sounds, you know, too pretty young. We wanted to know what her secret was that she's been your mom. Music is my secret to my youth. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I so let's start with you, Max. Like, what was the type? What type of music did you listen to growing up? Like, what did what was did you listen to in the backseat of the car that your parents exposed you to? And is it anything that has really built your identity of who you are now? Who's going to answer? I'll start. Okay. Con- contrary to what what most people would be led to believe, um, my parents didn't give me that much of a musical upbringing. Um, sure, we listened to some Peter, Paul, and Mary, and my dad was fond of, uh, or still is fond of, Andrew Lloyd Webber show tunes. Um, but somehow most of my musical identity was fostered out of my own weird adventures later in life. Well, and, and, and where where did you find your music? Like, where what were your musical influences as a child if it wasn't from your family? Well, I mean, I can't, I, I can't completely dismiss them. I mean, they. It was a lot more classical upbringing. My mom is a fan of the symphony, and I remember growing up, we would go to symphony concerts in the park, and um, my dad tried to play piano in a jazz style, but was never fully uh, engaged in it. But I'm I'm trying to figure out where my musical inspirations came from. I don't know. It seems like it came from some of my friends putting on um, some Grateful Dead tapes and some bluegrass and said, listen to this music. Isn't that amazing stuff? And that sort of lit a spark in me that grew and grew. And and how does that go like with with your life and just like listening to these tapes and just following it around like what 
like, is there any, like, big, like, major point or any story of, like, really where it's, like, you knew that this is my music, this is what I listen to, this is my identity? Well, foolishly or brilliantly, I decided um, in high school that I was going to go to New Orleans to go to college because uh, I, I got a little bit of a scholarship and I had never been down there and I said to my dad, we should go, we should go down to New Orleans. This looks like a good place for for someone to uh, get some new life experiences. And he came along with me and and uh, even though I sort of got sent away prematurely after Hurricane Katrina, the couple of years that I had down there really defined my musical identity what I listen to today and showed me some of the true amazing musicians in New Orleans and and led me onto this obsessed lifestyle, as I would call it now. Well, that New Orleans adventure and that episode, like, were there any specific memorable performances and venues that you just, even in your life, in Washington and outside of Louisiana that you just reminisce of was like wow uh, that was well a, I mean even moment. even today all all I can uh, to everyone that that'll listen is I tell them you got to go see Jazz Fest you you got to go experience that some year and they they don't fully understand until they're there that there's all these amazing clubs in that city and it, and it's not just a daytime festival but it's a all night festival, and um, I mean specifically the the classic New Orleans club, Chipotina's Uptown. Um, I remember when I was a freshman, and I wasn't even 21 yet. I I couldn't get into some shows, but they had a uh, afternoon master class I think for high school students, and I rode my bike down there with a few friends thinking that it was going to be a free galactic show when actually it was this master class with uh, a bunch of the musicians from galactic and, and all these high school kids and we just sat there and took it in I go wow this is truly an incredible city where on a Sunday afternoon you can go to <laughs> ride your bike down the street to a club and, and uh, get to play brass and drums and guitar and bass with some of the best funk and groove musicians anywhere. Wow, that's an amazing story. And personally, my own experience is, I guess, where I am now in my life, um, where I see a lot of music and I appreciate it and I I try to spread it to everyone I know, I guess that sort of roots in my own not failure, but acknowledgement that I will never really be that good of a musician myself. <laughs> I, Growing up, my parents insisted um, that I learn piano, which I, I think is a great thing for every child to, you know, learn to read music and play piano. But, you know, I, it never really stuck with me, and I tried to play trumpet, in elementary school, and I just didn't have the rhythm for it. Um, so once I realized my own inabilities, it made me appreciate 
the brilliance of people that can make beautiful music. That is that is certainly beautiful. And Eddie, are you there? I'm here. I'm listening to Max. Max Max is awesome and has some amazing things. Yeah, Eddie, like if you could just share with us just something about really like where you like the moment or like the path of how you understood your musical identity. Well, it changes. It kind of changes with whatever stage in life I'm in. So, you know, first when you were a kid, you listened to your parents' music, and then when you're a teenager, you want to hate your parents' music, so you kind of find something that they hate and rebel against their music. (laughs) And now I'm just on my own, I guess. And... um, whatever friends recommend, like Max. Um, I love his passion for music, and he inspires me to listen to new bands. And that's what yeah, I love about him. Absolutely. Well, even, before, Jay, even, yeah. even before you had kids, Annie, what, um, what kind of musical experiences brought you together with your husband? My husband, he took me to my first fish show, um, our first year we were together. So I was like, oh, my God, I thought hippies were dead. I thought they all turned to yuppies. What happened? And um, that that changed, that changed me a whole lot um, and opened my eyes to and my ears to new music. Um, before that, I was into heavy metal and punk rock, and I grew up, you know, my parents were a child of the 70s and 80s, so I grew up listening to disco music, I guess. Um, But yeah, so Greg took me to my first fish show, and my life has been different ever since. Being string cheese mom. I am, and I am now string cheese mom. Yes. Yes, and and what made you choose that as just your handle and your identity, and why string well, cheese? Why string cheese? Do I? I. My first child was conceived after a string cheese show. <laughs> Wow. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was 2001. We did a six-night run, Berkeley, Shasta, and Horning, and I came back in the And actually, I have a pretty cool story about it. Um, you know, Craig said uh, during the Shasta show that Shasta was one of the world's uh, biggest energy vortex or something like that. And uh, I wish, and he said to make a wish, and I wish to get pregnant. And apparently so did my husband. And we didn't know that we both wished for that until after I found out I got pregnant. Wow. So 
you know, I found out I got pregnant, and I told him, oh, my God, remember when King said this during Shasta, and he said I was for the same thing, and that's how I became string cheese mom. <laughs> that's my well, What a very cool story. Now, now, Jay or Gail, you have any questions for Max or Annie? Yeah, Max and Annie, yeah. I, my question. My question is, uh, could you tell us a little bit about the Fat Tuesday celebration in Seattle? <laughs> I'm in Denver, so Max can tell you all about that. <laughs> I don't know much about the Fat Tuesday celebration in Seattle because I'm usually in New Orleans at Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's, but it's now, a, as I, now as I get older and my time is more limited to travel and other obligations take over my life. I've sort of cut Mardi Gras out because it's a joyous celebration, but truly my heart is in in New Orleans during Jazz Fest. But I hear that there's quite the celebration here in Seattle of drunken revelers um, being idiots and getting arrested, like many cities across the country. (laughs) It's a mini it's a mini New Orleans kind of festival there that they kinda of clone you know, the Mardi Gras. And oh, a lot of music- do they? Yeah. It's a lot of musicians come out and play. Kenny G he kinda of shows up sometimes, he's in he's a native. And um it's a wonderful, wonderful fest- musical festival there. So I was just wondering if you had experienced it because it's a lot of fun and if you're up there you should really check it out. Well now I'm embarrassed that I don't know about it and it's in my own town. <laughs> hi, hi guys. Um, I have a question for String Cheese Mom. Um, okay. You said that music is your life, and it it, it, it sounded so heartfelt. I want to know what is music for you that you feel it so to your to your heart like that. You know. Um if you're feeling a certain emotion, there's always that certain song that goes with it. And um, if you just, if you're happy, you play something happy. If you're sad, you play something sad. It's just, just a part of who you are, a part of my being. I can't explain it. Um, you know, I most of my closest friends love music. It, I, I don't actually. I don't even have a friend who hates music. I mean, who hates music? If they do, they're not my friend. <laughs> you know. I mean. No, I can get what you're saying. I, I, I really, I, you know. And I guess the other thing I wanted to ask. I know you're a mom, and I wanted to know. I mean, are you? How old are your kids? If you don't mind me asking. Um, they are nine, eight, and my youngest is turning five on Monday. So as a mom who loves music, um, I wanted to know, you know, how does your kids listen to music and, you know, and do you find that your kids, you know, are already developing a taste for music that's different than your own? Um, yes, they are. And I let them, you know. They have to find their own music, I think. Um, you know, they went through, my daughter went through the Miley Cyrus stage or Hannah Montana. Now she's really into Taylor Swift, and I took her in to her first Taylor Swift show. 
or her first oh, boy. And that was Taylor Swift, and we got down to the pit by some magical happenings of the universe. And we had, it was one of my greatest moments as a mother, um, just seeing her face light up and seeing her idol up there, you know, and her loving music. Um, I'm not going to try to sway them into loving our music. I want them to find their own. But if they do end up, you know, when they're older, loving the Grateful Dead, Fish, or String Cheese, I w- would, I can't wait to take them and be at a show with them for that. Um, my second son is really into Michael Jackson right now. And really? My first concert, yeah, my first wow. concert was Michael Jackson. My mom took you me. Know, I, I have to ask you, do you find it interesting that Michael Jackson has passed away and is still transcending time? Yes, but I love it. I love that, you know, Hello? I grew up with Michael Jackson, and now my son is, and it's Hello? awesome. Hello? I'm here. Hello? Hello? Yes, she, yes. Oh, I'm sorry, yes, that was my connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's amazing. He listens to the Jackson 5 even, and, you know, of course, Michael Jackson's all over YouTube, and I will wake up to Michael Jackson playing on the computer, and I absolutely love it. And that's the one last question I do have for you. You know, for both of you, um, I'd like to know, you know, whether it's kids that you have or even kids that are around both of you, do, you know, do you both find that even the kids that you notice or even if you walk down your block and you watch kids, what do you, what do both of you notice about how kids consume music, whether they're teenagers or young kids? Do you notice that they're consuming music a lot on their phones or their iPads or iPods? What do both of you notice about that? Uh, my kids, YouTube music, um, they listen through the computer, they find something they like, and they'll ask me to play it. Um, never the radio. <laughs> um, it's mostly YouTube. Okay. And um, to the gentleman, uh, so what do you find that, you know, kids around you, like when you're passing down the block or, you know, just when you're traveling, like you said, to New Orleans and other places, what do you notice about the youth around you just in watching them? Do you notice how they listen to music or what they listen to music on as well? Well, I think everything now is on portable devices and and more and more. I, you do, I look at the kids um, standing on the corner waiting for the bus when I'm going off to work in the morning and they're playing music for each other on their cell phones or um, on their MP3 players. And just looking back, I'm not that much older than them myself. I'm just thinking back to my youth. And <clears throat> I grew up in the in the uh, CD generation, I guess. That was squarely in my youth. Um, tapes were out and MP3 players weren't in. But it was the CD generation. And I just think... Comparing it to my own experiences, music now is shared a lot easier and a lot quicker with 
um, the younger generation, and and they don't like it, they move on to the next thing. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's it's interesting to see how quickly it, it just gets sent from one person to another. And like Annie said, you know, everything gets on YouTube, and the next minute, oh, look, now it's in everyone's Facebook and Twitter and and email, and it's you no longer have to go out to the record store. It's right there, instant gratification. Well, do you think that by them having, I mean, personally, what is your opinion? Do you think it's good that they they can consume that quickly? Or, you know, because it sounds like from what you're saying, it doesn't give them enough time to really absorb the music and enjoy it. What, well, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's, I, it's almost, we can get into a bigger discussion. It's sort of a, a symptom of today's times. It's more than just music. It's everything is sort of become instant gratification and I mean I'm a victim of it myself you know with, <laughs> with, with every, everything's on my cell phone at the tip of my fingers but uh, I I really I think in terms it, it's it's good and bad I mean I think it's great for for bands out there that that want exposure and and might never be heard until they put up a Facebook page and someone notices something really great and all of a sudden you got 5,000 people that are exposed to it, you know. So I think that that's, I think it's great for, for by and large, um, today's, today's musicians. And I mean, in terms of listeners, um, you know, it's no different than someone turning on the radio, except now the radio is not as big of a player, and it, it's uh, it's the YouTube and the and the MP3 streaming all over the internet. You know, those have sort of replaced the the radio as the as the go-to media of what's hip. Well, thank you very much for your sharing. Yes, yes. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Addie. I know it's been a long time coming getting you as guests here on Parents Kids Music and we're honored that you've been able to join us on our final episode. Nice. Well thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ian. You've been very persistent and patient with us for the past year. Sure. And I and I really appreciate you putting up with my excuses and my whatever it is to, to finally include us. It's very special to be on this episode, and I, I'm i remiss that I haven't heard a lot of your episodes in the past, so I don't know if I'm going off on these tangents in other directions or um, beyond the parent-kid relationship, only because myself, I'm barely out of my own childhood. Barely out of my own childhood, but... I appreciate you but, having us. But you know what? You 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 were a kid, and and you had your exposure and not exposure. I know that over the last year and a half, we've had guests who, basically, who, some of them who followed what their parents listened to to the T. Some people who have absolutely no connection or the music that they're into now has absolutely nothing to do with anything that their parents were into. And it's just a huge spectrum, and it's something which uh-huh. Jay calls musical health. And you have a strong level of musical health. I mean, I mean, I know that personally, and it's just amazing. Just for both of you, um, 
we'll be back to add Annie today to have just share and really just elements of your background and how it reflects your life. Yes, thank you. It was nice. And uh, one thing I'd like to say or add is, um, you know, being a parent, I cannot wait to see what my kids expose me to and see when they're older how they change my my music experience, you know. I can't wait to see what they're into and and what they will bring in, you know, into my life with their music. So there's that. They wow, that's, think, you know, that's... It's not just the parents influencing the kids. It's also the children influencing the parents. And I can't wait to see how they influence me with their music. It does come back around. comes back around. You know, first the parents influence the kids and then turns around and now you have the kids influence the parents. So it's a cycle. You're correct. That's yes, it is. And I can't wait for that. And I just wanted to share that with you. I Thank think that's you. going to be the most beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. It will be. <laughs> Thanks Except for having so. us. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And both of you, you have an excellent evening, and hope to see both of you soon. All right. Thank have you, Ian. All have right, have, weekend, an ex- have a good night. Shabbat shalom. Yitrod. And what a great pair of guests we had today with having Annie and having Max with us today. I agree. That's uh, wonderful. And how Annie ended that, which was very interesting, how it turns around and comes back around, you know. And that's how life is. And that's how it is. The parents teach the kids, and then the parents become the kids, and the kids teach the parents. (laughs) Yes, yes, as you've shared with us a lot over the course of Parents Kids Music over the last 60-plus episodes and sharing what your daughters are doing, what what your younger daughter is listening to, what your older daughter is doing and how they're performing and just the music they're listening to, the music they're creating. And that's certainly something I'm, that's certainly something I'm going to definitely be taking from this show as, we move on here as as we have the end of an era tonight. It has really been the end of an era, you know, um, you know, as, you know, we're all on this. Right now it's just so wondrous to be on with all of, you know, all of you because we all have created this show together, you know, and it's just amazing where all of us are. And, uh, I can't say that I would have. I, I can't see having better partners than what I've had with you guys, and I'm only looking forward to what we're going to, you know, create even more. You know, and and speaking of that, you know, really speaking of that, Jane yeah. and Ian, I'm really excited to share about the next segment. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we have, I guess, this actually officially will put to rest the parents' kids' music uh, shows that we've had since last year's inception in October. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Is it August, Ian? Am I incorrect? It was August. It was August 2010. Wow. And, you know, the great thing thing about that is 
we are morphing into a new show. And, you know, we're even surprising Jay tonight. He's not even, has no idea. We, we, Ian and I kept it secret from him so that we could share it tonight. And what we want to share with everyone tonight is that we will be launching the new radio show, Listen, Give, Live, okay? And, we'll, and we are doing that with a wonderful event next week here in New York City at Wix Lounge, which is part of Wix.com. Again, that's Wix Lounge, which is part of Wix.com. At 10 W-I-X. West 18th, W-I-X, at 10 West 18th Street, second floor in New York City on December 21st from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And you can RSVP for the, show, the event at listengive.eventbrite.com. Again, that's listengive dot eventbrite.com. And Ian, will you share with them a little bit about who will be there? We're going to be honoring multiple organizations. I mean, before I continue, so we're not just launching a radio show. We're actually launching a media network called Listen Give, where we're going to be focusing on the relationship with, with musicians and artists and just music and art and giving back to, to charities, to societies. We'll be putting a focus on music, musicians who run and contribute to nonprofit organizations and also nonprofit organizations which put a focus on music. We're going to be honoring a number of nonprofits. This which we're really Wednesday excited night. about. Yeah, are we really excited, Ian? We're very excited. This is a big thing where we're we have some we have some we found some really really great organizations that are located in New York that are doing amazing things in the communities and just really giving back to society in terms of musicians giving back and people just. Exposing music to to other people who might have not necessarily had exposure to it. Well, one of the, some of the people that you know we chose to give back. We thought since listen, the new Listen and Give Network is designed to give back to, to the community at large globally. We thought, why not start with awarding those organizations and individuals have, who have given back. To the communities, and there's so many people that we could have awarded, and we just we wish we could have awarded everyone in the world because each person does make a difference. But some of those people that we are awarding are Danny Simmons, the brother of Russell Simmons. A lot of people don't know that Danny Simmons is an international abstract specialist painter himself. He is also the president of Rush Philanthropic Arts Foundation a nonprofit organization around arts and youth. He is also has several shows that he was behind and established, which is Death Poetry Jam, which enjoyed its long-running success on HBO. He's also a writer, and he also has done several books and has written a book on artwork and poetry, one of them called I Dream My People Were Calling But I Couldn't Find My Way Home. And a lot of people don't know that about Danny Simmons. Well, I shouldn't say that. A lot of people do know about Danny Simmons, but, you know, I think that he is such a great talent that it, it's 
important that we do award him because it's not just about what he's also done personally. It's what he's done for his community. And that's the thing I think that a lot of people don't know about. They know about the famous Danny Simmons. A lot of people don't know about the work that he does every day with the global community at large, with you, with the arts community for you. They don't know how much he gives back. They don't know how he spreads himself into 10 different people in 10 different places, and you wonder how one person can give so much. We're honoring another organization called Education Through Music. They are responsible for 13,000 students receiving a music education every week in New York City, and they also have affiliates in San Francisco and other states. We're also honoring the Manhattan New Music Project, who introduces into the school system of New York curriculum that is student-created and supports the learning academia of students in New York City. Upon that, we're doing Keep a Child Alive, who helps youth and families have access to AIDS vaccines around the world. They have people such as Will and Jaden Smith, Alicia Keys, and so on. But it's not the celebrity base that they use. It's who they are as an organization of really giving back. And then we have also uh, organizations like the Met, oh, I've spoken to the Manhattan New Music Project. And then we have Do Something. As you all know, that's Andrew Shue's organization that he started to support teenagers in having a voice in various projects. Do Something has grown into such a large organization that it has just been amazing in giving fiscal sponsorships out to teenagers who have various projects globally. And then we also have Sweet Relief. Sweet Relief is a great philanthropic uh, organization that meets a special need for musicians who have ailing health. Most often musicians uh, look at the glamour of the life early on in their lives and forget that they are people and need to invest in their retirement and their health benefits at the end or even during their careers. And when they fall ill, sometimes all the money they have may go into that particular illness. So what Sweet Relief does is provide a way for their personal welfare and health uh, to be taken care of. So those are just some of the organizations that we have that we're honoring. And we are so very pleased to be able to do this. It's, it's amazing. Ian, is there anything, or Jay, anything that you want to add? I'm, I'm, very, I'm very happy. Very happy yeah. in it. Extraordinary, extraordinary. That's wonderful, and so I'm just happy to be a part of it, you guys, and we all doing it together. And uh, wow, I can't wait till next week. Oh, it's going to be amazing, and um, we're going to have one of the hottest new acts out. You know, number one on uh, on the charts in some of the countries on Billboard, and so we're going to have that. And we're just looking forward to it. Everyone's going to be partying and having a good time and giving back, and that's what it's all about. So, Ian, take it from here, my dear man. All right. I can say that, once again, this is the Listen, Give, Launch event. It's going to be this coming Wednesday, which is December 21st, from 6 to 8 at the Wits Lounge. That's in New York City, and we invite you to come. It's the event is free. We are asking for a we're suggested donation to um, support the organizations which we're going to be honoring. And you can sign up for it at listengive.org. 
at eventbrite.com. That's listengive.eventbrite.com. You'll be able to sign up, and we hope to see you on Wednesday. And on Wednesday really begins a new chapter as as the first episode of our brand new show, Listen, Give Live, will be premiering. It's going to be at 3 p.m. It's going to be here on the Using Yards, this wonderful blog talk radio service, which we've used for successfully here for parents' kids' music. And it's going to be fun. And, and Jay, are you looking forward to it? I sure am. Oh, wow. It's wonderful. I'm Excellent. going to be listening. I'm going to be listening to Listen Give, and, and I'll be I'll be there, um, in spirit, and and with with technology. So it'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. Man. I just can't wait. Excellent. And you know, one Excellent. thing I wanted to say at last, Ian to Jay, it has been an absolute blast having the partnership of you guys, you know, on the radio, and I just an absolute blast. And, you know, a lot of people may not understand for us why it's an absolute blast. As a a small radio show, people have made a difference for us being on this show with our family and friends, and we can only hope that we've made a difference for all of you out there and for all the listeners. And as Jay and Ian said, go back and listen to some of our previous shows. You'll find some very interesting things that have been said. And, Ian, with that said, I want to say a couple of things. Uh, Jay and Ian have shared a couple of things in myself over the time frame. Some of those things are like Khan Academy, which is on YouTube. It's an opportunity for your your children to learn a lot about the different subject matters that parents may have hard time themselves, you know, going over uh, their school homework with their children. So check out KhanAcademy.org, which is K-H-A-N-A-C-A-D-E-M. Y.org. That is an um, organization that does help kids with, and that came from Jay on the show, and he shared that with us. And, you know, um, over the time, Ian and I have shared various things. You know, so one of the things you can go to is check out Notes Wagon, which is noteswagon.com, where kids actually are, are empowered to share their note-taking with other students. Um, for cash, which is very cheap, like $1 or $2, not just to get money, but so that they can share their notes and explore other ways of looking at things through the notes of other children globally. So with that said, thank you very much for this run, guys, and I've enjoyed it with you. Excellent. And thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Gail. Jay, any final thoughts as we put an end to Parents' Kids Music? Yes, I would like to say to all the parents, make sure you enjoy your children. You only live once and enjoy a great musical health. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. It's been a pleasure working with you in this on the show for the last year and a half. I'm looking forward to the new show, Listen, Give Live, and just everything that Listen, Give is about. But i just like to thank everyone who's been involved. We've had many amazing guests who have joined us, who have shared their stories, who have shared their history, who have brought value. It was 
everyone from David from Dr. Pants, who was our very first guest on the very first show, up until Annie just speaking in excitement about looking forward to that day when her own children are going to be able, are going to share music with her. That's what this show's been about. It's been about creating relationships. I invite everyone to create musical relationships with everyone you know and everyone you love, whether it's your parents, your kids, or music. And one last last thing is I just wanted to say thank you to our state sponsor next week. That's Wix.com, W-I-X.com, and it will be at the Wix Lounge. Please check out Wix at 10 West 18th Street, second floor. It is also a co-working space, a very extraordinary co-working space for creative professionals, whether you're music, art, graphic artist, or whatever the like. Please check out Wix.com. Again, signing out. All right. And now the end of the show. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Parents Kids Music. We hope that for you to join us on Listen Give Live this Wednesday at 3 p.m. on the on the internet and the Listen Give Lunch event, which will be Wednesday at 6 p.m. in New York City. So we thank you, everyone, and once again for the last time ever, this is Parents Kids Music. Everyone, have a great night.